Lois. Now that you know, I think you should know it all. I want to. Let's go to my place. Maybe I should change first. Maybe you should too. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Every DC Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. Today, we are talking about Superman 2, which is a movie I was not nearly as familiar with as I was with the first one. And there is a bit of surprise around that, because this is so much weirder than that first movie. It gets a lot weirder than the first one, kind of out of nowhere. It just starts getting really, really ridiculous. I don't think I liked this one as much as the first one. I think I, I think the first one was a little better. Oh yeah, no, the first one is is like a full letter grade better than yeah. this. I still but, had a good time watching yeah. this. All all of the super like ridiculous stuff was still really funny though. Well, let me preface this by saying, on our last episode, which was our Superman episode, we talked about how uh, this movie and that movie were shot back to back by Richard Donner. 75% of this movie was completed by Richard Donner, and then Richard Lester came in because the studio, I think it was because Marlon Brando sued them or whatever, and they were like, hey, fuck you, Richard Donner, this is your fault. So Richard Lester is stepping up to the plate, and he directed, my dogs are outside, as always, so he directed the next 25% of it. I don't know if you can tell, there's some there's some big indicators of when the footage is shot much later. Christopher Reeve is like, bulkier in some of it than he is in the rest and like at, towards the end in the fortress of solitude gene hackman didn't come back to shoot his scenes so it's clearly just a man who's not gene hackman standing like really far away and they and there's a lot of weird dubbing in this movie there's a lot of adr and it's just really bad <laughs> and then in 2006 around the time superman returns came out he finally got to do his cut so you can get the donner cut and most people prefer that version we both watched the theatrical cut um, and then I'll talk a little bit more about what else is in that. How other much one. longer is that one? Because this is already kind of a long movie. Yeah, but it's still twenty minutes shorter than the last one was. I think the villains are are better in this. I mean, Lex Luthor's still there. They're but... actually villains instead of just a real estate guy. <laughs> yeah, well, they can actually be like a threat to Superman instead of just. You know, a guy who has some missiles. And Lex Luthor's still there. Oh, okay. The Richard Donner cut is actually a bit shorter. It's actually like 10 minutes shorter, which is interesting. Yeah, that doesn't usually happen. But I guess he probably figured there's a lot of stuff he could cut out. I know the whole Paris scene is cut out. Like, the that scene's basically in it. So the bomb, like, frees them from the yeah. Phantom Zone. I think in that version, one of the missiles uh, from the end of the first movie, like, is the thing that frees Went them. Went into space. Went into space, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how. But that... Is I like that more. I think I think that's better than these guys just had a bomb and yeah, they just had like an atomic bomb. The Phantom Zone just happened to be going by Earth, where Superman landed at that exact moment. I do enjoy that Paris action scene. I think the action is better, but I think the effects are worse. Um, I mean, the last one didn't have too much action necessarily. Right, yeah. I- I'm saying that more as a compliment to this movie than an insult yeah. to that first movie. Because I do love that first movie. But um, that's that's one of the pretty ridiculous things is... <laughs> when Zod, the they just... Well, whenever uh, 
all the action scenes are just Zod like picking people up and like throwing them or and using then, laser eyes. And then Superman comes in and picks people up and throws, and throws them. them. Oh yeah, no, it's a very like it's a lot of people very stiffly pretending to fly through the air and then slam into a building. Oh yeah, no, so many wires, <laughs> so many wires in this whole movie. Yeah, like the flying doesn't look as good. No, the, not the, at all. The matting is weird. It's well, just mm, I think I think for Superman it looks okay. But for anyone else that flies, it looks really, really bad. <laughs> Anytime you see a far away shot of somebody flying, it's yeah. really terrible. This has that effect with the flamethrower that's so bad. Do you remember that when they go to that small town and the guy has the flamethrower? <laughs> it's like one of the worst, worst fire effects I've ever seen. It's so bad. And yeah, so some of the effects aren't great. But that, I mean, that kind of adds to it in a way. It's kind of fun that all this ridiculous like all because superman comics are ridiculous that first movie is ridiculous but it's definitely more grounded than this one is yeah it's definitely a little more toned down than this is i mean at one point superman picks up zod by his legs and spins him around and throws him into a coca-cola sign so it's very true it's very <laughs> true i like that that's like the best action scene in the movie is that until until like there's like five minutes of them using their wind breath and people are just flying around and it feels like a full out com like a like an all out comedy by that yeah. point. There's, there's that so guy many... who's like in the telephone booth and the the telephone booth gets blown down, but he's still on the phone. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, it's so there's dumb. There's a lot of uh kind of like spider-man like people in the background mm -hmm. uh, like just like weird extras which is something i always love when a movie does that i thought all of those were sort yeah there's that cab driver clark kent decimates that guy's cab at the start of the movie it's ridiculous it's like nobody notices he just walks off the best parts of the movie for me i really like all the stuff towards the start where lois lane is like starting to figure out that he's superman like there's that scene where she like throws herself into niagara falls which again is something else that's absolutely ridiculous oh it's ridiculous and also nobody sees him save her or with the laser eyes yeah or get the brand <laughs> i do love that he he didn't turn into like he still did he still bested her like yeah. he didn't turn into superman he just figured out another way to save her without going all out superman which is really fun but the fucking way that she finds out that he's Superman is so bad when he, like, trips on the rug and he's he on fire. In, yeah, he puts his hand into, like, uh, some fire and he doesn't <laughs> get burned. And then he's just like, well, fuck it. Now I can't refute it because now I'm not burned. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you you could get some stronger evidence. You could just say, oh, I was just lucky. But no, that means I am Superman now. Yep. <laughs> it's really weird i don't know how how long after the first movie this is supposed to take place because lex Luthor's in prison um with otis otis is back guys uh, briefly <laughs> briefly miss tessmacher's in it for like two scenes but yeah no they're they're not in it as much as which is probably for the best they're yeah. fine they're fun in that first movie but i don't need any more of them by they're, this point yeah they they serve their purpose but i'm i'm glad they weren't the main like villains of this movie oh yeah lex Luthor is not good in this he's so much worse in this movie than he is in that in that first movie he's more of a joke in this movie i think i think in this he was already kind of a joke in the last one he was but this movie it's more like yeah he's he's just as ridiculous as those two other characters are it's definitely it's more like a three stooges act in this like when yeah. otis is pulling down the hot air balloon with his weight get it because he's fat because he's fat that's like that's so fucking that's so looney tunes it's so ridiculous i don't know um why you put that in this movie but it's fun so i can't really be too mad about it i i think zod ursa and 
Non is that his name? I think the big so. guy. Yeah, I think they're great. I really like Terrence Stamp Azad is really really fun in this. He's he's campy, but he's cool. I like him. I mean, he has the best scene in the movie when Superman flies away and just at the top of his lungs, he just yells, "You will kneel before Zod!" And yeah. then <laughs> very obviously a doll. Or yeah, like, that's uh, true. like a rag doll. They yeah. just throw it out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny. Yeah, this movie is still <laughs> such a seventies movie. It's it's no, it's so entertaining. Like this, I might not like this as much as the first one, but it's still really fun. It definitely has its moments. It does. Yeah, I still had a, had a really good time watching this. <laughs> oh, I just want to mention this. It's like not Metropolis anymore. Like it's straight up New York at this yeah. point. Yeah. The poster of the movie has the Twin Towers and, I think, the Statue of Liberty on it. So that's fucking weird. I don't know why <laughs> they couldn't hide it better than that, but that poster's always been really weird to me. Oh, my God. Clark Kent, Christopher Reeve, of course, he's great. We talked about how great he was in the first movie, and he's just as good in this. But that scene where he's on like the, the vibrating sex bed is cursed imagery. That is so <laughs> weird. Why is that? I mean, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. It was great, but it was so fucking weird. <laughs> In that recap at the start of the movie in the credits, I skipped it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. was li- the, literally the entire movie. The first 10 minutes of the movie were just credits mixed in with a recap of a movie that we watched two weeks ago. Right. I enjoy I like that credit sequence in the first movie. But by by this point, like I don't need to see it again. You know, yeah. it's it's I'm over it. That music's still great. I did feel bad for missing out on that music, but I don't need to see I mean, the I entire did sit, movie. I again. did sit there for like five minutes just listening to the music, and then I was oh, like, okay, yeah. this is taking too long, and then I skipped the rest. Yeah, <laughs> no. Once I once I realized, or I think I remembered, I was like, oh, it's just the whole. I don't yeah. need this. I was just skipped over. In fact, maybe the Richard Donner cut. They just cut that out. <laughs> maybe he cut that out and then and added some stuff, and that's because that probably would have taken a big chunk of the movie out. Um. Oh my god, and it's so bad when uh, Marlon Brando is not in the movie, so it's like his mom and some random fucking judge guy yeah. is is talking instead of Jor-El. It's like, there's no significance to that at all, just these random other people. So I guess in our Superman episode when we were asking, like, how did Jor-El record, like, years and years of knowledge he didn't i guess everyone in krypton was a part of it which is pretty bad yeah how did he get so many people to pitch into to this and how did he get so many people to agree to just send his son into space i guess they, none of them they knew he was the last son of krypton i guess you want your legacy to survive do you really need that i, I guess you just need it because they can tell him that you can't have your superpowers if you're gonna be if you're gonna tell people who you are, which is confusing. I don't know yeah. why that's a thing. Because then if you know... don't have your powers, then you're not who you'd be saying you are anymore anyway. So yeah. what would be the point? That's a bad plot point, but it's also <laughs> like a really important element of the movie is that he's not. Also, he's only not Superman for like twenty minutes. Like he yeah, he stops being Superman at like the hour mark. And then he's, and then he's Superman again. Like twenty minutes later, it's not. I don't really know why it happened. There's no reason for it to happen, really. I don't think anything thematically important happens except that guy like pushes him around in that bar. I mean, that's that is a fun scene. And but him yeah. coming back at the end and like throwing him into the counter that with the bowling really pin weird. sound effects. What Superman is that petty that he would have to go back to that guy and throw throw him into that? Like, I don't understand. I, that. I, I don't know. It just felt very weird for, for Superman to track down this guy, this one guy, and then just 
beat the shit out of him. I wonder if he was going back to that same bar like every night and just waiting for him to get back there. And he <laughs> was finally there, luckily. Like that might have been weeks of him. Today just, is the day. He keeps coming back. And then, well, I'll talk about that in our Man's Steel episode because there is kind of an homage to that on a grander scale in that movie. The Cellophane S, where he takes a plastic S. That shit is so stupid. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. It came from the emblem on his chest. He took it off. And it turned into plastic, and he threw it at Nan, and he and he fell into a. <laughs> yeah, he he just kind of fell but a little bit. But then it disappeared. Do you remember? Yeah. That it disappears it, off of it. It disappears like without any effort. It's just gone immediately, and then he just sits there like really confused. I think that whole, as the audience also probably is almost that entire finale was probably reshot, and it's the it's the craziest stuff in the entire movie. Is the end of the movie. It's so fucking yeah, That's one of my favorite moments. He just pulls in a plastic yeah, ass blanket yeah. out of his chest and then throws it. No, yeah. People talk about that all the time. Like That's like a big thing people <laughs> talk about. It's never it's mentioned so ever ridiculous. again. No, he never uses it ever again. It's just this power that he has. That he has for no reason. The laser eyes are bad in this, too. They're so thin. I know. Yeah, it, they're like, like, they're so small. Limited things you could do, but... Nerissa torches that snake, which is pretty... Uh, <laughs> they probably yeah. burned a real snake for this movie. Yeah, considering it was like, Animal 1980. Were not what they were. I like that whole scene when they come to that small town, too, and they just destroy it for like 10 minutes straight. It's, it's so weird. And I like the part when they go to the moon and, and they, had to, they had just kill the astronauts. Again, it's by like throwing them around. Yep. But they just kill them. Just, <laughs> just throw whatever. them out of the moon's atmosphere. Zod rips that like cord yeah. out of that guy. And it's really it's really fun. I don't know. It's just really ridiculous. Non makes a lot of really weird noises and I can I could never figure out like what animal that was supposed to be. He oh. just makes a lot of weird grunts that aren't human. Well they noises. do say he can't talk at the start. Yeah, I, I know that. But his grunts <laughs> are like animal sounds. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they just yeah. It's just like, another got a bear in the studio. Probably, it's just another really weird detail of the movie is that, like, yeah, he can't talk, but he makes like animal noises instead. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Zod lifts that guy into the air with his laser eyes. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I didn't know they could do that. Uh, I, didn't know I don't that think could they happen. could. I think it's. I think it's like the S. It's just a random power yep. that's only in this movie. Well, Superman 3 and 4 have even more of those. Superman 3 and 4 are fucking insane. These movies yeah. just get crazier, by the way. Good. Yeah, we'll we'll see the moon I again mean, when, in Superman when, 4. I mean, when it's Superman 4, A Quest for Peace, Yeah. you already know it's going to get insane with that long of a name. It's the only <laughs> one with a subtitle for some reason. Is that the last Superman movie that came out? Like, um... Well, like in this line of Superman like continuity, but well, Superman Returns takes place after this oh, movie. Okay. Superman Returns, uh, like, it's like the the Halloween twenty eighteen yeah. where it's like doesn't count some of the sequels. So no, we'll we'll see this universe for a while, but basically the it's these four movies and Supergirl, <laughs> which is in this universe and it's just as crazy, if not crazier. I think there's like a dragon in that one. <laughs> um, of course, we'll, there we'll is. get there. I think the only returning character in that is Jimmy Olsen. Of all the characters. Of all the characters, that's the one they got back. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I guess now when I'm thinking about it, I get it. But I thought it was weird that they were doing the, there's a lot of movies where it's like the president. They do that where they'll like show the back of his head and you can, 
because you can't really tell if it's supposed to be the real president or the fictional president. I guess in this, they do it because later when Zod shows up to the White House, that guy kneels, and it's like, that's not really the president. But I thought that was weird that they did that for, like, two scenes, and then the next time you just see him, and he's just some guy. Yeah. And Lex Luthor is sitting in, in the White House, I thought was interesting, because 20 years later, after that, in the comics, he became the president. So that's just a little, I don't know, it's just interesting, that interesting to me, yeah. He won the 2000 election. <laughs> Against George Bush, I think. Or no, they probably... <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs> we love when comic books get political. I love how bored Zod gets, like, so fast. Yeah, well, like, he takes over in a day, and then he's just like, well, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, because all he does is make people kneel for him. He doesn't really do anything. Yeah. He just like... trashes the White House and the Daily Planet, and, and that's about it. In the comics, isn't he not even, like, that much of a villain? He's just disappointed that Superman isn't like as mean as he is <laughs> yeah i think he wants i think he's like you've been given this planet you should take it over yeah. you're so much more powerful and, and then it's like i don't know <laughs> that's yeah, like, like the opposite of what i want he I feels like help. such a weird character because he's not necessarily a villain he's just he's like a he's like a weird stepfather he's just, just giving like bad advice he's just confused <laughs> yeah i know i know he's just like kind of an asshole he's kind of trying to steer it's like peer pressure. Like he's yeah. peer pressuring Superman to being a dick, and Superman. So you should be more like me. Yeah, but that's the extent of it. He doesn't really do anything bad other than like, well, I mean, he kills a couple people, but like that's kind of it. I mean, he's pretty bad in this. I think he he blows up all those cars. And I wonder if they had people in them because he just blows up like four cars on that in like in New York. I mean, in Metropolis. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, they're too busy watching a, a bus get lifted and then thrown very poorly <laughs> that bus effect looked really good when they no, were lifting. no when they were lifting it oh when they that were looked, lifting it okay, i was yeah. surprised and then like, they threw looked... it and it started like spinning oh that looked pretty bad yeah <laughs> everything just spins through the air or like is slowly it's pulled. yeah it's very obvious that there are wires involved because everything oh, spins everywhere that kid in Niagara Falls who's on the other oh, side yeah. of the railing. He's like, look, look mom. mom. And she's just like, oh, it's great, honey. And he <laughs> falls in. Yeah, I know. It's, oh, that fucking kid. He's so stupid. He's so stupid. I do love, the Superman shows up at like the 10 minute mark in this movie. He's yeah, like, he's, he's just, in there pretty he's quick. There. And then, you know, he's there until he stops having powers for 20 minutes and then he's back. Like, it's like, there isn't a lot of non-Superman They don't in this. really explain how he gets his powers back. He just kind of reverses it. Right? Yeah, I guess he just reverses it. Didn't they say that there's no way to reverse it, and then he just does? Yeah, well, remember in the first movie where he's like, never turn back time, and he did, and nothing happened? Yeah. Like, he gets a lot of, like, really pointless warnings. Well, actually, if the Richard Donner cut, if the missile, if him turning back time caused the missile to free Zod, that would have been brilliant, but never mind. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Richard Lester. And I'm going to say fuck you, Richard Lester, because he made Superman 3. All of Superman 3. And it's fucking... The worst one? It's it's probably the worst superhero movie. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. It's so oh. bad. I fucking hate it. I hate that movie with a passion. <laughs> like, with a passion. There's not... Really? There's, like, not good in that movie. Really. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We're close. We're close to that one. Oh, my God. The ending where he's, like... No, Zod, I've switched it. Now, I, I don't know how, but I guess he yeah, reworked he... that crystal magic to make, now the outside is, is the depower chamber. <laughs> chamber, and the inside of that chamber, it's like- That entire, just like, section of them in the, the Fortress of Solitude was just probably the most insane thing I've seen in a superhero movie. Yeah, it's crazy. Just like, the big S, and reversing it, and- 
there's that bit when Lex Luthor's there for no reason. And Lex Luthor goes up to Superman and, and is like, hey, Superman, I'm with you now and we'll make a plan. <laughs> it was just so weird. And I mean, it's like Superman's like, no, Lex, I was in on it the whole time, but still having that footage. I always think about just the fact that we have that footage of Superman and Lex like huddled up and being like, okay, here's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so <laughs> weird, especially from this era where it's like this such an iconic duo and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> this movie is so fucking weird in so many, so many ways. And then he like erases Lois Lane's memory at the end. Yeah, I, I didn't like fully understand what had happened i had to watch it back like after the movie had ended i like went back and i watched it again because i was like what happened <laughs> yeah and i guess he just wiped her memory yeah so now she doesn't remember he's superman that's not a power that he has she's like barely in superman 3 and i don't even think she's in superman 4 so it doesn't really matter yeah um, i guess this is where their relationship ends <laughs> yeah next next time we get lana lang which is just uh a lot of fun. Lois Lane then Lana Lang. Yeah, yeah that that those two sound suspiciously like similar. It's almost like they're horribly lazy to say. Is there more to say about this movie? There's a, not that much to say about Superman yeah. 2, which is It's just surprising. very weird. But It's just it's basically an extension of the first movie, but it goes way crazier. Yeah. Mostly because of Zod and all of them. And and all the weird powers. And all the bad wire work. <laughs> Superman will rebuild the Great Wall of China with his eyes by the time we get to Superman 4. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true, it happens. I feel like I should talk a little bit more about the Donner Cut, because we had like a posse of people who were like are like really anticipating this episode, apparently. People keep tweeting at us about it. About yeah, I'm sorry to are. disappoint. This I'm is such a short episode. There's just yeah. not a whole lot to really say. And we didn't like it as much as the first one, even though a lot of people seem to like this one more. Yeah, I still I think like it's just because it. it's still, weirder. It's still good. I mean, yeah, I, still I a, it's I don't hate it still. at all. So I guess the Marlon Brando scenes are back in that movie because he had died, so they could just put him back in. Oh, also they just like murder the Kryptonians. They just like throw them into into the like the Fortress of Solitude. There's like weird pits, and I guess they just die because we don't see him again. But there's like a TV version in like France where you see them getting arrested. So I don't know what happened there. Uh, I mean, I guess. But I mean, they did lose their powers, so they're just like normal people. Oh, okay. So I guess in the Donner Cut, uh, he traps them in the Fortress of Solitude and then he destroys the Fortress of Solitude. That seems like a little much. Yeah, well, that's what happens, I guess. Now where is he going to go? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even remember if he we'll goes find in, out the, in Superman the 3. Yeah, we fucking will. I can't wait. But maybe when we read all this listener stuff, some other people will have stuff to say about it. Noah Solzman says, because we got to read what Noah and Paul say. That's tradition. Uh, it doesn't hold the same special place in my heart as the first one does, but it's still a fun time, and I enjoy when it, I enjoy it whenever I see it. Sada, Ursa, and Non are incredibly silly, but Terrence Stamp definitely brings a certain gravitas and an intimidation to the character that is fun to watch. His silliness comes from the fact that he plays him straight in this wacky comic book world, almost like he's not in on the joke, which I enjoy. I still love Reeves Clark almost more than Superman. He's as lovable and charming as ever this time around. There's that running joke where he'll, like, with the hat rack, where he, like, puts the hat on, but it only happens, like, twice. Yeah, he, ta- he like, throws his hat and it lands perfectly on it. And any other ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous stuff that happens in this movie? There's just so much that it, like I just can't remember it all. 
don't have quite as much to say for this one, really, other than I enjoy both cuts in their own ways since they both still provide a fun viewing experience, and that's all I ask with this sort of thing. This is one of those movies where I can't remember the scenes in order, so I sometimes get confused about what happens when and where, especially between the two cuts, but what I do know is I've never had a bad time watching it, so that's what I'll judge it on. Enjoyable and harmless continuation of the masterpiece that is the first one. Yeah. Of course I agree with you, Noah. I always do. Yeah. Every time. That, that seems like a pretty good summary. Like, it's just a fun movie that's just an extension of the first one, even though the first one's better. This is still pretty fun. Right. If you want to see what happens after the first one, then this is a perfectly perfectly harmless addition to it. Um, Bradley Kenneth says, I spent several years between the ages of about 5 to 10 trying to train my hair to have the curl in the fringe like Superman. It never happened naturally, but there are a lot of photos where I have wet hair in the product of it. In hindsight, I really regret that choice. Don't worry, though. I grew it out of that phase into a MacGyver phase. So... You know, he tried. My hair sometimes does that, actually. Well, maybe you're just from a different planet. Maybe. I mean, that's why you're so dumb. (laughs) No, that's why I'm so incredibly amazing in every way. I was going to compliment you, and I said, (laughs) that's out of character. I got to say something. Yeah, it it would be weird. (laughs) Brandon T. McClure says, I've only seen the Donner Cut, actually, truthfully by accident, but I love it. Fair enough. Everyone likes the Donner Cut more also, so maybe that's the version they say is better. Yeah, probably because it's shorter and it cuts out a lot of the kind of unnecessary stuff i wonder if the wind scene is as long as it is in this i would hope not that, that felt like it took a while felt like a mel brooks <laughs> sequence like what in blazing styles when they raid the town yeah but like if that was not funny in a comedy <laughs> <laughs> yeah um ultimate movie geek says superman 2 is great the darn cut would have been amazing if he had finished it for real what annoys me is that due to donner leaving that they used the reverse time scene in the first film when it should have u- been used as the finale of the second movie Okay, so I guess I guess they were going to reverse time at the end of this movie, maybe, instead of the first one? I don't completely know. I, feels... I don't know enough about this to, to really say exactly what was going to happen. I mean, if the plot is mostly the same in, like, the other... or in, like, the original version, I don't see how or why reversing time would really do much. No, me either. Well, maybe it's a different set of circumstances than that one. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I yeah, I feel bad for not knowing more about the Donner cut because I I'm almost positive I've seen it, but it would have been so long ago and we both watched the theatrical version for this like we mentioned. So I'm sorry. I, I wish I I had a better understanding of that. And I do want to watch it now. So I, I have it, but I didn't watch next, it. Next next episode is the Donner the cut. The Donner cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll watch the Donner cut and talk a bit about it in Superman 3 in our Superman 3 episode even though I'm sure I'll have lots to say in that fucking movie. It'll be how I was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's, yeah, but at least Amazing Spider-Man 2 is, like, watchable. Superman 3 it's is not watchable. Bad? Oh, my God, Franny, it's so bad. I don't have any fun watching Superman oh, 3. Oh, no. In fact, we might have to watch that together, because I don't know if I can handle that watching that alone. That's fine. Oh, it's so bad. Anyway, um... Yeah, short episode. I'm sorry, especially for the group of people who are really looking forward to this. I always love, though, when I hear people are are watching a movie that we're going to talk about in, in preparation for the episode. Yeah, that always makes me really that's happy. A, that's always really fun. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, if you want to do that, next week on our Marvel show, we'll be talking about Days of Future Past, which is really, really good movie and uh next week on or in two weeks on this show we'll be talking about swamp thing which i'm also really excited for um and that's it you can find is us it similar to man thing or are they completely I mean, different things it's like an 80s wacky monster movie yeah, well because so like man different. thing was like pretty much just like a horror that's movie. like a straight horror movie yeah you know, swamp thing's pretty ridiculous okay and it's west craven movie actually oh really <laughs> yeah yeah uh 
Yeah, I love Wes Craven. So yeah, we'll talk about like that a later. Really like weird part of DC history. It is. Yeah, Wes no, Craven totally made is. a made a DC movie, but it's like you know it's Swamp Thing. It's not like he made like yeah, a, a, it, something bigger than that. Wes Craven Batman. Wes Craven Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. That'd be interesting. There's something green. It has to be something weird and green. Um, but you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DC Movie Pod. You can email us at DC Movie Pod at gmail.com. You can find our Marvel stuff at Marvel Movie Pod on Instagram and Twitter and MarvelMoviePod at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at FlipDeg. You can find me on Twitter at FlipDeg. But the E and Egg is a three. Franny is trapped in the <laughs> in in the pits of the Fortress of Solitude, so he is not on social media. Uh, oh, my God. Paul didn't write in for this. That's a shame. Um, That's surprising but we can't let paul paul not no it's my fault i didn't remind him but we can't let paul not be a part of this episode so hi paul hi paul thank you you? for the art it's great (laughs) um yeah so we'll see you next week on our marvel show goodbye everybody oh my god the part where superman crushes zod's hand is so funny (laughs) (laughs) breaks like every bone in his hand in his face just goes like he's in like and then he like he just like crushes every bone in his hand and then lifts him up with said hand and then just throws him him, and then he slides off the wall into the infinite pit that is the the fortress of solitude oh and we've talked about Terran stamp before because he was stick in electra (laughs) okay bye yeah what a memorable character what a career bye well superman is hunky and he looks good in his tights he keeps ladies thinking of him at nights but there's one thing that causes ladies pain When he makes love to them, he's faster than a train